Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Hello. What is up my friend? The use. The use. The use. Always the use. Bringing you Nerds with Friends every single week or eight days or whatever. Working out the kinks. Working out the kinks. Getting back in a rhythm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're trying to bring you uh, more Nerds with Friends this year. So you can stay on top of the nerdy uh, topics. Um, and so you can act like you're really smart with your friends or act like you're really dumb with your nerdy friends who <laughs> know more than us. A little so. bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, and that's what you get in the nerdy territory. Like, There's always going to be someone out there who knows a shit ton more about D&D or Star Wars or Star Trek or anime than you are. I feel like we touch a lot of topics. Yeah, we touch. Not in the way that you think, but, you know, we... we yeah, we over know, the pants. We know a little bit about with, a lot. With permission. Always with A permission. gentleman's agreement, <laughs> we'll call it. Um, but, yeah, we're super excited. Um, and, you know, it's, it's a good time for nerds, I think, you know, and that's kind of what brought everything about, was that, you know, this year, the superhero comic book movies are just plentiful and you know there's new tv series there's new video games coming out which we'll talk about in a second um it's a good time to be a nerd and uh it's even better time to be a nerd with friends so that's why that's why we're coming to you hot and heavy but uh let's start the show off like we always do with a little bit of nerdy confessions you want to go first you had a big one today well big one for me Big one for you. Big one for me. A um, shameful, shameful thing. Yes. Yeah, I get, yeah, for sure. Shameful that um, I've never done this before. I bought my first anime. I was gonna say or ma- manga, if you manga. will. Manga. Forgive me. Yeah. Everyone yeah. who's going to attack Jesus me later. Christ, don't even know. <laughs> That's how little, man. That's how little. Uh, no, um, I've talked about it before. Dragon Ball Z is probably like the one that I got into the most as a kid, but I've never bought any of the manga. Am I pronouncing it? Manga books? Manga books. <laughs> So I got my first one. So the way it started Tell is... Tell us what the title is. So Coliseum. Coliseum. And I bought it straight off of cover. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently you can judge a book by its cover. I do. Uh, graphic novels at least. Yeah. Um, so I saw... It was actually the second book, number two, that intrigued me. It looked like there was a character that looked like Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And I've been wanting to get back into wrestling for a long time. The only thing is I don't have the time. Particularly like Monday, my Mondays are super busy. I don't have time to watch Raw, and it really sucks. I'm actually contemplating and getting. There's actually a wrestling um, app or channel, kind of like Hulu. Yeah, the WWE channel. Yeah, I'm kind of considering, but I feel like I'll be late what, on it. What is the night for wrestling? Is it just Monday nights, or is Monday there, nights is like the big one? That's the big one. It's the big one. But is it is it like a weekly thing? Yes. Um, or do they have like daily ones? Is it like there's like I'm not too sure. I mean, I mean there are. Other, I mean, there are indie. There's a lot of indie wrestling. I've actually uh, kind of made friends with a couple of them. Th- those guys are intense. They're like really. I assume you have to. Be. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully, maybe one day we can get one of them on. It'd be cool to have them on. Oh, we've tried. <laughs> Not saying any names, but there are other wrestlers. Um, I can see I could try to get on. But um, call us Undertaker. CN. We're talking to you. Yes. Burned this way too many times. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've got to come back from the dead. I'm the Undertaker. <laughs> Says oh, his wait, agent because he doesn't talk a fair much. Didn't his, his his little guy just die not so long ago? Yeah. What was the guy who held the urn? Oh, uh, well, the the like the one of the announcer guys. Oh, was it main, mean, mean Gene? I think no. Yeah, Mean Yeah, Mean Gene. Shout out to Mean Gene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the guy who's like who's always like interviewing them before and after. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, Macho Man, uh, what do you think today? Ooh, I'm gonna get him. I won't tear him up. Hey, you gotta give him props, though. He went out every time. Every time. And I remember Straight growing up, face. his reactions to like Macho Man <laughs> would just be like, "Well, all right then. <laughs> like, let's 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 go on." All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess he's on PCP, so that's cool. <laughs> you know, no big deal. So right. I'm excited about the manga because it looks like it's got a character like Hulk Hogan, and the main villain looks like it's a uh, Putin. So Vladimir Putin. I'm I'm excited, man. Just got him holding it right now. Yeah, that's cool. Maybe I'll take a picture and put it yeah. on the 
Instagram later, but uh, yeah, put that up there. Show next, the people uh, what they want. Next episode, I'll let you guys know if uh, whether it was worth it or not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's weird. It's like it started from the end of the story and then went to the beginning. I couldn't get it. <laughs> it's like oh, like I read it backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So, I was going through it. And I, I mean, I am aware of that, Cody. Thank you. That how how it's read. <laughs> um, but I was like, why don't they just mirror it the other way for us? Yeah, I know. Because it's racist. <laughs> Would it? I don't know. I don't. Whatever. I'll do it. I'll do they it also, their way. They also drive on the wrong side of the road. So uh, Japan's yeah, so, all kinds of fucked so up. Is, so is England, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. Um, but we won the war, Christian. I, does <laughs> drive that, on the right side. <laughs> that mean we get to dictate which side they drive. Yeah, that's. I what, don't know that's the why rules. I call of it a dictatorship. <laughs> I don't know the rules of engagement. I don't know how that works. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, uh, I hope you find some more manga that you enjoy reading. And uh, I hope that you never find out how easy it is to pirate it online. <laughs> I did see another one that I thought was ridiculous. And forgive me. Anyone who reads it, you if know, I get the title wrong. You know how you know which manga is a good one? The ones wrapped in plastic. That's the good ones? Those are the good ones. I saw one that says... Not suitable for young eyes. It said, Dragon Buys House. Why do I need to read it? <laughs> do I need to figure out what kind of loan he got? I oh. <laughs> That's kind of what I was thinking. Like, you go through a mortgage broker. I don't understand. Like, a real estate agent. Did he just what show kind of, up? What kind of rate do they give to a dragon? I'd, probably good ones. Fixed. Never want to. Never want to cross a dragon. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they get a thirty-year. You know, yeah. an arm. I don't know. I, don't I know mean, dragons get. live a long time. It could be longer than thirty years. Yeah, three hundred years. Three hundred years. He's paying a buck a month. <laughs> <laughs> never, never pay off that interest. Yeah, just interest just only. Never. Like, well, the bank's going to go under before I die. So, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, my, my narrative confession this week. Um, let me see. Okay. My narrative confession is. Uh, so we're recording this on Tuesday. Day that Kingdom Hearts 3 officially released. And. To anyone hearing, they were like, no, it didn't. came out a couple days ago, but, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's why I said <laughs> when it came out, okay? It is uh, January 29th right now, and obviously we're going to record, you know, put this out, like, probably a week later. Um, but, uh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and this is a game that I have been waiting, I feel like, my entire life for. <laughs> and um, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2, you know... Um, I should have looked this up before I. Uh, I think it was. If you're going to say the years, I think it was 2002. I believe. Yeah, yeah, I want to say 2002. I think was the first Kingdom Hearts game, and I remember when that came out. I was playing this. I'm like, this game is fucking crazy. Oh, I was right. Actually, 2002. There you go. Uh, Christian's bonus nerdy confessions. He never actually played it. So. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so 2002. It is now 2019. Um, and so we've been waiting over a decade, um, for this third installment of the main Kingdom Hearts games. And I know, um, there's a bunch of people out there like, what about Birth by Sleep? What about 300, 358 Days Over 2? What about Chain of Memories? I'm like, those games fucking suck, first of all. Second of all, I'm talking about the main one, two, and three. Okay? I'm not, no spinoffs. Um, and then... It's so funny that, uh, so my real confession is that I got it last night, I started playing it, and I'm like 100% in. It was worth the wait, and I've only played like two hours worth of it. Um, it's, I'm not going to ruin anything, not that I really could. Is there a long cutscene in the beginning? Oh, holy shit, there is the <laughs> longest cutscene. So was but, the music good? The, the music was good. Skrillex got that remix track on there. And then they got the original composer from the first one and uh, lots of good stuff. A lot of the original voice actors are back in it, which is really cool. Um, Sora, I don't know if you knew this, was is Haley Joel Osment. Really? Yep. And he's in this one as Sora, too. And his voice did not age well. <laughs> oh, I guess. Did they age the character in the game? Yeah, they did. But they don't make him sound like, like fat, burned out, stoner Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> That'd be funny if Sora was just like super when, so out of shape. So did they get him what when it, we're talking like six cents? Or? Yeah, like yeah when uh, when the first games came out, yeah, it was like six cents. Um, maybe n- not quite 
Forrest Gump, but I think probably six inch, the height of Osman. Wow. Anyway. I didn't know that. Interesting fact. I didn't know that was his voice. Interesting thing. fact. So his voice is a little funky. That's the only complaint I have so far. It's all the smoking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A scotch. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen him recently, uh, do yourself a favor and Google Haley Joel Osman because he is... He looks in rough shape. But yeah, like a fine wine, dude. Oh, <laughs> this wine's gone bad. It's turned to vinegar. <laughs> but um, we're just kidding, Haley Joel. We yeah, you know, we'd love to have you on. <laughs> <laughs> we can't, we're getting to the point where we can't say anything bad about anybody on the show. Right? We're just like, yeah, but seriously, like, we love you. I mean, if you'd ever want to come on, just, you know, get, get in touch with our people. Our people is us. Yeah, I'm, I'm the people. <laughs> I'm the people. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. So so jumping into it first. First of all, yes, the cutscenes are ridiculously long in the beginning, and I guess that makes sense because they did their best trying to give you the briefest of overviews of what happened in between, you know, the Clinton years. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, let's see. You tell me they go over the two thousand two, right? They're going said, over the okay. Bush administration. <laughs> okay, the Bush administration. To Trump Town, <laughs> and they and, don't. No, 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 no. I'm just talking, in in the world of Kingdom Hearts, not in not, not in the real world. I just thought for half a second, like, holy shit, it's not a cutscene long enough for that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so really, really long cutscenes, like to the point where I was getting to the point where I'm like, last night, I'm like, ah, I gotta go to sleep. You know, I got work in the morning. Um, and I was just like, let me just get to a place where I could save and like a good stopping point where I'm not gonna have to watch this goddamn cutscene again. And I was watching cutscenes for like 30 minutes <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I just, all I want is a place where I could just sit and like, and I'm just standing, I'm not being attacked by some, something and I could just stop. And yeah, it took me 30 minutes. I went to sleep at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so, um, there are a lot of cutscenes, but I hope that they get better as you go on. Um, the combat system is really, really fun. It's very similar to the original one, though obviously like a hundred times smoother and a hundred times cooler looking. They're using the Unreal Engine four, I think, on it. Um, and the the little summons and stuff you do are so cool. Like there's rides from Disneyland. You're summing right away. Yeah, there's like um, there's like a, a gauge that you can build up. And it's like you pull in this. It's like I don't think it's quite as powerful as like the summons you actually get towards the end game, but um, you can build up a meter and then you use like a uh, like a special move kind of thing. And then like one of them was like the teacups at Disneyland where you're you're bouncing around them and you can kind of control them and knock them into enemies and stuff. So you're not getting like the Knights of the Round Table right away. Like no, the, no, no. I'm, I hope that's in there. Hopefully later. No chocobos just yet. <laughs> no chocobos. Yeah. Um, but, uh, um, and, you know, Donald and Goofy are back, of course. And then um, uh, you can do cool, like, team moves with them after you build, like, your 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 special gauge up where you, like, throw Goofy up and he, like, uses his shield to bash people and stuff. So really, really fun. Um, so far, like, the worlds look amazing. It's not, like, a linear, boxy, like, world anymore where you're just like, oh, I'm just going this down a straight line, you know, till I get to the next thing. Like, I actually caught myself, like, getting kind of lost a couple times, like, because I'm just, like, going around in circles trying to discover all the, the cool little secret shit. And uh, and um, the graphics are amazing. They're, they're super smooth and everything. And it's just, like, it's good to be back in the world of Kingdom Hearts. Now, there is stuff that I don't even understand because I never played all these DS games. And, you know, um, I think there was a mobile game at one point. Um, so I never played any of those. Um, there are countless um, things online, videos online that kind of explain the uh, the story of Kingdom Hearts in general. Which so, Cody so, showed me a little bit of one earlier. Yeah. I'm going to definitely watch it before I pick it up. Yeah. So there are a bunch of great ones out there. Uh, but my favorite one is by uh, it was on Polygon's channel. Um, and I think it was called Unraveled. And this guy just goes through it. And it's, it's super funny. So it's it's not the most complete. Uh, retelling of the entire Kingdom Hearts story. There are ones out there that are like 45 minutes long that I think probably do a more complete job. But it really, his video, I forget the guy's name. His name is Brian something. Um, he does a really good job of entertaining you through the entire thing and kind of making light of how ridiculous and convoluted the story has gotten over the years. But, you know, 
I'd say even if you've only played one and a little bit of two, or even if you only played one, or even if you haven't played it at all, I think the game does enough where you can just jump in and play it and enjoy it. And you don't have to, there will be some weird guys that show up that you don't know who they are, but it's good versus evil, light versus dark. And there's Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters. That's all you really need. What else do you need? Yeah, you don't need anything else. So, um, Super exciting, guys! I'm I. That's what I'm going to be as doing. As long as right Star Wars and Marvel characters show up, I'm good. I hope so. I don't. I don't 100 percent know, but uh, I would hope so. I know the Pirates of the Caribbean show up, and it's like crazy how real they look. As long as I get in X-wing, uh, I'm good. <laughs> X-wing gummy ship. Yeah, that'd be dope. Or like uh, an at at, you know, Light, I'm good lightsaber keyblade. Yeah. Ooh, I will say because I pre-ordered it, um, though I didn't. I guess I pre-ordered it like several hours before it came out. Still counts. It still counts. They gave me this special Keyblade um, for pre-ordering on the PlayStation Store because I wanted to have it downloaded by 9 o'clock when it came out. And the Keyblade, it's blue, which is really cool. And then when you hit people, instead of the you know the little animation of like, I don't know, sparks coming off of people when you when you bash them, you know, a little animation of like, pow, boom, you know, whatever. Um, it has X's, circles, squares, and triangles, like the PlayStation controller. So when you hit them, it's like poof, little explosions of that. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm like, damn, I like that. Oh, here's a here's another funny Kingdom Hearts story, um, too. So uh, last night while I was playing it, I was FaceTiming one of my friends, Anthony, who I met Anthony back in like 2005 uh, when I worked at Hollywood Video. And Hollywood Video, like Blockbuster for you youngins who might not know uh, or what that was. Or free Netflix for you young and youngins yeah, who don't know what Blockbuster is. Young and youngins. Uh, it's where people would go and rent movies. But uh, they also own a company called Game Crazy, which is um, you know similar to GameStop or back when I was a kid, Funko Land. Remember Funko Land? I thought it was an arcade. No, Funko Land was like, it was exactly GameStop. Now, I remember, what was it? Uh, it's eBay. No, no, eBay. Oh what? yeah, uh, EB Games. Yeah, EB Games. Electronic boutique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember those. Ooh, that's from the past. I remember I have to call in like when you when you like. Yeah. Do you have this game? Is it there? You can you game? hold it? Oh, I don't know. We only got one copy of it. <laughs> it's like, can you hold it? No, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, we we used to work at Hollywood Video together, and there was a game crazy attached to it. It was like a side store, basically. And my friend Anthony. Um, back when we worked there, pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts three. And it's, back then, back then, that's how long we've been waiting for this game, because that was in two thousand five. Did you have to put money down on it? Yeah, you had to put five dollars down. So you lost five dollars. Um, and so for those of you who aren't keeping up, Game Crazy and Hollywood Video have since gone out of business. <laughs> it's not enough people pre-ordered. Not <laughs> pre-ordered. All the pre-orders in the world can keep that ship afloat. But yeah, so uh, it's super funny that he still has his you know pre-order slip. He I, he had it somewhere. I don't know if he still. He has should it. just go to Square and say, "I want my five. I want my five dollars back. <laughs> I want a game for forty-five or fifty-five dollars, please." But yeah, so uh, basically, uh, Kingdom Hearts was on PlayStation Two, and it skipped all of PlayStation Three. Yeah, there was not a single game that came out on PlayStation Three, except for the remix ones. Some of the you know. Re HD remixes came out on PlayStation 3, and then they've also come out on PlayStation 4. Which so, I got and gave up. I yeah, was gave just, up I can't on. do it. Yeah, it's, it's hard going back to older games, but, but at the time, it was awesome. So check it out, guys. If you haven't gotten it already, get excited. Um, I think it's going to be a worthy successor to Kingdom Hearts 2, so I'm excited. I'm going to play it tonight. So... Nerdy Confessions out of the way. Uh, now it's time to talk some fun stuff that has been coming out. Um, I recently checked out the uh, Dragon Ball Super. I haven't made it yet. Brawly movie. Dragon Ball Super Brawly, um, for those of you who don't know, this is going to be the first movie in the Dragon Ball Z universe that is actually canon. And what does that mean, you might ask? That means that all the other movies that have come out in that we all remember from like the early 2000s and whatnot. So, you know, you have Dragon Ball Z, like the Fusion Reborn, um, the two Brawly movies in that one, Brawly and, and Bio Brawly. And then, 
What other ones were there? There was um, there one where he was Bartok. Finding, when there was something where the cat or some kind of or like yeah. I don't remember that. I remember it was in the theaters not too long ago. Yeah, so there's been it looked like there were Egyptian gods or something. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, that w- that was one of the newer ones. That was Beerus and you know the God of Destruction, which is kind of weird. Those movies, <laughs> even though they were movies and they looked really cool and stuff, they actually redid them in the series Dragon Ball Super. So you can watch those entire movies play out over several episodes. Huh. New animation, you know, slightly different stories and stuff like that. But so so even those movies, those recent ones that came out like two years ago, those got played out in the series. So they're technically not canon. So this has some crazy ramifications in the in the Dragon Ball Z universe, because that means that legitimately Brawly does not exist in the Dragon Ball Z universe. And he's one of the big bad guys that what what you said, this new one is canon. So he would exist now. This new one finally makes him exist. But before it, Brawly wouldn't be around. Gogeta never happened, like you know, when they when did, they merged when they did the fusion dance. <clears throat> I thought that I could have sworn I saw that in the animation. No, they so they did that uh, on a on a standalone movie called uh, Fusion Reborn. Um, I feel very strongly that I would see Goku and Vegeta merge in the in the show. Nope, nope. Well, you saw them with the earrings. Yeah, and that's Vegeta. So that's different, different character. Got it. That's okay. where he's wearing mostly blue, and he's got the orange shirt coming. Yeah, out yeah, underneath. yeah. This is when he's got the little vest, like Gotenks. The kids learned fusion, but not the adults because they they could never get it right. So this is actually the first instance of Gogeta in canon. So kind of cool little stuff coming right. on there, which is interesting. And so, um, it I'll say without you know, spoiling anything, the movie's awesome. Go check it out. Um, there are, I guess I kind of spoiled that Gogeta's in it. You know what? Just for me, for people listening, I'm just super curious. I've always heard of, was it Brawly? Brawly, yep. Okay. Is, Is he a Saiyan? Yes, he is. He is the legendary Super Saiyan. Okay, so he, obviously he's stronger than Goku and Vegeta. Yeah. Well, you know, that remains to be seen in this movie. But the, the idea is, you know, in, in the Saiyan mythology... There was always this one legendary Super Saiyan who was just born greater than every other Saiyan. And he was just born with this hidden potential to go Super Saiyan and be the most powerful warrior ever, right? Then you have people like Goku and Vegeta who were not born. They were born with high potential, decent but they kinda, potential. they learned it. But they trained, you know. Goku trained because he loved fighting and he loved competition. He was always trying to find the fastest or the strongest fighter and fight him because he, he loved to test himself. Vegeta was jealous of Goku. So he just trained to beat surpass Goku. So they training got them there. Brawley was born better than everyone else, essentially. And so they go over kind of what happened to him, where he came from, how he's still alive after planet Vegeta is destroyed by Frieza. Um, and then they, of course, a huge, awesome battle ensues afterwards. Um, so really, really cool. Um, you know, they they do they do rehash some of the stuff from the previous movies. Um, some of the stuff that was not canon, they bring it into the canon by showing it. You know, in this movie, so the, you see Goku's dad, you see Vegeta's dad, which is really cool. mm-hmm. yep, yep. And then they uh, don't do the cheesy thing where it just looks like Goku, like 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 a clone. Oh or... no, it totally does. But he has a scar, and he's wearing Saiyan armor, and he has a different voice. <laughs> No facial hair, nothing. Uh, yeah, Vegeta's d- dad, uh, King Vegeta, has a goatee. Nice, all right. Oh, goatee. So, mm. Yeah, he looks pretty douchey, but you know, whatever. He's Vegeta's dad, so <laughs> yeah, that's that's what's gonna happen. But uh, really cool. Um, and it it's cool, and it makes Brawly seem that much more strong and unbeatable when he's fighting like Super Saiyan God Goku and and Vegeta, right? Because they've already reached this level that's so far past. Super Saiyan one, and they're still having a hard time beating him. So that's what's really cool. Also, oh, he doesn't change into anything. Well, he changes into Super Saiyan, like basically, you know, like Super Saiyan one. Essentially, he only has one form. Oh, and he's still stronger than him. Where? Yeah, exactly. Well, in the original one, he was just Super Saiyan, and he had his hair wasn't as golden. It was kind of gold with a greenish tint, and you see like all his energy blasts are green um, in the original movie. But, um, yeah, he was just Super Saiyan, and he was fighting Super Saiyan Goku and Super Saiyan 
I don't even remember if Vegeta was in that one. We'll Probably. Get, we'll get corrected eventually. Yeah, exactly. But in yeah, in the original movies pre canon, um he he was he was Super Saiyan versus Goku's Super Saiyan. Maybe Goku went Super Saiyan two or something. I don't remember exactly, but he wasn't going past that. The, in this one, it's like Brawly just goes Super Saiyan and the other two guys are where they currently are in the Dragon Ball Super, which is uh Super Saiyan god and super saiyan blue hey I'll, I'll check them out yeah it's definitely cool guys if you haven't checked out dragon ball super check out dragon ball super because it's an awesome series it gets back to what dragon ball z did really well where it had some it had some lighter comedic stuff but it also has awesome battles and things like that i got kind of lost after gt like gt kind of like so gt Ooh. is no longer canon it never really was Okay, so you don't have to watch GT. You can I, watch. I wasn't really a big fan of GT. No, GT was a piece of steaming garbage, but I there was certain parts that I liked. But, but um, so that does not exist. There is no Super Saiyan four. That is not part of the universe. Was that the black haired one? Or? That was the black haired one where he grows like monkey fur. Yeah, in a V neck, <laughs> and then he has his tail back. There's no none of that anymore. Okay, all right. So it goes straight from Dragon Ball Z. The Boo Saga, where you finish off fighting Boo and he goes off to train with Goku, to Dragon Ball Super. Okay. All right. So, you know, a lot of people, I think, had those reservations, the same as you, where like, oh, I never watched GT, so I'll I'll be out of the loop. No, not true. GT has nothing to do with this. So there's cool stuff. All right. Check it out. Uh, And it's and they're dubbing it like crazy. It's, you know, it's coming out on like Toonami like it like it always used to, I think. Dope. I can get into that. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Um, but yeah, and also I heard that it broke uh I think I think it broke all records for Japanese animation US releases in theaters. Like it beat the Pokemon evolution. Really? Miyazaki too? Yeah. Oh wow. I think so. Um uh, I could be lying. Someone told me that. <laughs> but I mean um I feel like it could though, because I mean, it it's actually getting getting a, a kind of a wide release, you know. Um, well, because I feel like the Miyazaki ones always had a wide release, and I don't. Know, I always went because those those are the anime films that I actually do love. Yeah, I mean, and I love the Miyazaki movies too. I feel like though, like even though I love them, I never felt like. I went to a packed theater to see them. No, that's yeah. I actually Spirited Away. I remember was pretty was pretty packed. Yeah, Spirited. No, I think the one I saw was Princess Mononoke. I think that one I caught great. on DVD, which is amazing. I wish oh, I wish I had seen that in. I big saw screen. that one at the Prune Yard in San Jose. I remember. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that was a great one. Princess Mononoke was awesome. Yeah, it well, all of those. I mean, if you if you haven't seen any, um, if you haven't seen any uh, Hayao Miyazaki movies, do yourself. A favor. His the his art books too. Well, I don't I don't know if it's his art, but the art books for the films they always have amazing watercolor and gouache paintings for those uh, for those movies. Those are always great. Okay, he, here we go. I looked it up, sort of. Uh, Dragon Ball Super Brawly earned a total of eight hundred fifty thousand in the UK and Ireland after being in theaters for just five days, making it the highest grossing anime film in those countries. Um, in. Uh, just under a week, Brawley has already surpassed Your Name, which was a very good movie, Ponyo, and The Wind Rises. You got to take into account, I guess, inflation, too. Maybe they're not adjusting it, too. Yeah. Um, Ponyo was great, too. I remember Ponyo. Yeah, Ponyo was pretty good. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's definitely it's cool that Dragon Ball is coming back and it's being successful. I'm, I'm glad that this didn't fall on deaf ears, that people <laughs> had had too much Dragon Ball and, and were back in it. And like we're getting some top notch quality. So it's probably some good uh some good merch for Comic Con. Ooh, I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, uh you weren't were you there? Yeah. You were there last year. Yep. Yeah, there was a big Dragon Ball. There was Ball a big Dragon Ball talking about this movie. Is that what uh, yeah, I remember That's the, why they were there. They had uh, all set up for places where you can go and take pictures and they had the toys that you can buy. And of course when we get there everything was gone, but Yep. That's true. Oh yeah, they had the Funko Dead Yamcha. Yeah. Funko Pop <laughs> That's so of fun. Dead Yamcha. It was actually a really cool uh, statue. Looked, I should check it out right now. See if it's it's come down in price. It, it looked it looked great, but it's just like really yeah. like that's the one you want to make of him. 
dead Yamcha. Oh, there's also some cool flashback scenes in this movie where he's like looking back and they just pull footage from the original Dragon Ball Z series. Oh, nice. That was really fun too. But yeah, check it out, guys. It's definitely worth the watch. A um, couple other things. Uh, Star Trek Discovery has just started back up. Um, so that's super exciting for me. I know you're not a big Star Trek guy. I want to after uh, uh, the show. Uh, oh, my God. With Seth, um, Seth McFarlane. Oh, Orville. Orville, yeah. So definitely uh, I will get into it now. Yeah. I've said it for years that I was going to now. Seriously, I will. Someone was telling me um, just recently, I think it was our friend Dennis. Shout out to Dennis for listening. Um, that in one of the recent episodes of the Orville, they had the doctor from Star Trek Enterprise as a guest star on it. I would I probably honestly saw it and just didn't even know. Yeah. Well, that that show kind of sucked, Star Trek Enterprise. I still watched it cuz I love Star Trek, but whew, that is some <laughs> rough stuff. Uh Honestly, anyone listening who's just like I don't want to watch Orville. I mean, again, I from a non-Star Trek watcher, it's a good show. It, yeah. It, I think it for a, I think even for a Star Trek watcher, I think, you know, um one thing I'll say about and I think we touched on this with Danny Fernandez, if I recall correctly. Um, one, one thing that is that the Star Trek show, Star Trek Discovery, while it is very good and it's probably the best Star Trek we've had since like Deep Space Nine, even though I didn't really like Deep Space Nine. I was a next gen guy and a Voyager guy. Um, but anyway, since, the, you know, this is the best Star Trek we've had since I'd say since next gen. Because I didn't like Deep Space Nine. I'm retracting my previous statement. <laughs> Come at me if you want on the comments. But um, I will say that this is the best one we've had since Next Generation. But it's also very different. It's serialized. So, like, you actually need a last time on Star Trek Discovery. And and then, like, next week on Star Trek Discovery. You know, there's a continuing story that goes throughout each season. Like a regular TV show, right? Well, so, most of them kind of you can watch, like, standalone episodes? Yes, so Star Trek in general has always been a, I don't know, episodic, non-serialized, which means you could watch this one, and while, you know, yes, things have happened in the universe that may affect it, like, oh, we're at war with the Klingons, or, oh, the Borg are a thing, you know, like, you could still watch one episode, and it, you don't, it doesn't reference the previous one it doesn't lead into the next one aside from like you know special season enders and stuff like that two-parters and whatnot it's very much like the x-files it's very similar to the x-files where that is that's a series sorry side note but that's a series i really want to go back and rewatch Ooh, it's so good i love the x-files there are some rough ones in there too <laughs> but i also love it. um but similar to x-files that you know it, most of it is monster of the week um episodes while Occasionally, there are ones that have kind of a through line too. This one, you know, this new show is completely serialized, where you have to watch every episode, just like Game of Thrones. Because if you hopped in right now in the middle of the season, you would have no idea what's happening. <laughs> also, super excited about Game of Thrones coming out April. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to be fucking awesome too. Um, but yeah, so I. Uh, but what one thing I would say in regards to the Orville is that the Orville kind of scratches that itch, where it's like, yes. The, you know, it, there are it's somewhat serialized where you have to like kind of know a little bit about what happened previously, but not a lot. For the most part, it is just one off episodes. Yeah. They're visiting a strange land. Something funny happens. And it, but it does a really good job of like it's it's for the most part. It'll bring up a serious topic. Yes, it'll have some jokes in there. Sure. But it does. But it still does a pretty. Yeah, good, it does a good marriage. It of has it. philosophical questions just like the original Star Trek. You're going to a new land. Like I remember one that I really thought was cool was uh, they went to a planet where um, people lived and died by likes and public opinion. Yes. Right. And so that's an interesting idea. A little know? black mirrorish, but yeah, no, it totally black mirrorish. Right. Like that. There was an episode very similar to that. But um, but it's that's what a Star Trek show was always about. It's us coming into. You know, us, the viewer, going into a strange land where something is different than what we're used to. And it's up to us to determine whether that's whether we're in the wrong for not understanding it or whether philosophically they are incorrect in the grand scheme of 
living life, whether it be humans or not. You know what I mean? It just it felt very much the whole apology tour. Like you have to go and apologize. Yeah. If you didn't apologize right, you still yeah. got executed. And, uh, and that's what's that's what's funny is like it it definitely has Seth MacFarlane's you know comedy all over it. But like I was really surprised in season one with the or with Orville that they actually did a good job of thinking of interesting episodes. Like, yes, there's funny things like, uh, like the one, there's a guy who's basically supposed to be commander Worf from star Trek. He's the guy, the guy with the big alien, like forehead. He's like super stern all the time. Oh, I love him. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. And, him and Isaac. Yes. So he, he's awesome because he's, you know, he's this big brutish, super strength, super warrior alien. But you come to find out that, um, you know, everyone in their society is gay, basically. Well, they're, they're, they're all asexual. They're, well, they're so everyone, all the other races thought that they were all males. Right. But it turns out they do have females, but they force them to have a sex change. And that that was actually. Yeah. No, they, they did a great yeah. job on like. So this, I'll spoil this episode. But that was one of the great philosophical episodes that I liked where the ship all the oral like you can't do that that is wrong the child should have a choice right but in their society is like well you're gonna force this child to live in exile because in right. their planet you know like the women were seen as weaker so that's why they, they were changed right. exactly and they went to court for it and they fought and it was just like you know as the viewer what is correct but like you know then you're forcing outside you're forced to think about you know how how we came up with our ideas of what is right. And what right. Is wrong. So, it's, yeah. And the alien culture is like, well, you're forcing us to subject to your rules and your norms. And right. that's not our norms here. Right. So it's just like, oh, man, like, obviously, you know who's right. You know the Orville is right. And, right. and the society is wrong. But, like, it does bring up interesting points. Like, yeah. you, know, you can't o- force. Not only that, but it has interesting um, views on masculinity too where he's like sitting on the egg yeah. and shit like that <laughs> yeah they, they lay giant eggs for their children and he's like sitting on it it's pretty fun they show shout out to the special effects scene they had to make a full body suit for him when he's sitting naked yeah um but yeah that that was actually pretty funny that yeah. they like you don't think they're gonna show him naked sitting on the egg like oh there he is, there naked he is. as fuck, sitting on an egg. Yeah, and so so that's what's actually I really enjoy about that show. Um, and I hope I, I got to catch up on season two because I haven't been watching yet. But. Also, uh, Norm Macdonald as slime. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah Norm <laughs> Macdonald plays like a gelatinous slime alien, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, his voice lends itself to be a slime ball so easily. So it, just, it just works perfectly. So um. But yeah, you know, check that show out. If you're a fan of any sci-fi, I think it's genuinely a good show. I don't think it gets enough credit. I think a lot of people look at the previews of it and they're like, ugh, this seems lame. But I think it if you actually take the time and watch like one or two episodes, it's actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, good sci-fi, which is hard to come by. Um, And then, yeah, like, so obviously Game of Thrones is coming up pretty soon. So excited. How excited are you? I'm super excited that it's coming out. I'm just a little freaked out that it's six episodes. So what I've heard. That they're going to be two hours. From what I've heard. Each I, episode. I've heard, yeah, I've heard 90 minutes plus, you know, so. But to me, six episodes, there's two wars that need to be fought. Yeah. Unless they're going to do because it's going to be, you know, everyone south of the wall versus the White Walkers. Right. And then there's Cersei's war. Because you know she's going to try to take this right. opportune moment to attack the North. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it's a big task. It's a big task with six There's episodes. a lot to happen. Now, also, we need a little resolution of, like, are they are they going to explain who the White Walkers are? Now, I have a theory. I've seen, I've actually... Uh, You've seen the brand theory? N- yes. Well, yes, that he is the... Uh, the Night King. The you do a much Wild better job of explaining it. Go for it. So... And I think we've discussed this on previous shows with Game of Thrones in general. There's a there's a online theory that Bran Stark is uh, basically because he's able to war. time travel and and warg and shit like that. That he essentially somehow leads to the creation of the night uh, the White Walkers. Well, that it is him. That yeah, that he is the Night King, which is the main White Walker king guy um and he basically spawns the rest of them by um and so 
what's interesting about that, and I I remember at first I kind of like, uh, I don't want that to be real. Like, but more and more, I I see things that are leading up to it that kind of like push me to believe that that is in fact true. That a couple of the things being, first, um, when they show the creation of the. Uh, first White Walker when the children of the forest they stab are him. stabbing the guy. Notice the guy is laying on the ground. He's not standing. He's sitting up against a tree. Bran Stark cannot walk. Tr- clue number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clue number two is that when you look at the uh, the Night King, he's actually wearing a very like fitted leather vest, which looks similar to Stark armor. armor. Right? Which that's... Eh, yeah, I mean, that could go either that way. That could go either way. The newest thing out is having seen that teaser trailer for the upcoming season, it shows Jon Snow, uh, Arya, and uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, um, I can't think of her name. Damn it. The older sister. Um, Why can't I think of? Oh, my God. We're going to we're going to get murdered online later. It's because she doesn't matter. She sucks oh as a character. <laughs> oh, my God. The tall uh, one. <laughs> yeah, Phoenix. Uh, well, it'll come to us later. Yeah, it'll come to me later. Oh, my God, my brain fart. Anyway. Um, it's too much nerdness on our minds, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I almost had it, too. It's right there. Um, Sansa. Sansa Stark. Sansa. <sighs> Fuck. Anyway, uh, so the show's the three of them down in the crypts below Winterfell. And, they, and they're walking past a statue of, you know, uh, their dad at... Eddard Stark, and he, you hear a voiceover from him. They walk past Lyanna Stark, you hear a voiceover from her. You, they walk past Caitlyn Stark, and they have all these like statues of them. That's what they do is they build a statue of them, put them down in the crypt, and that's where their bones are. Then they and they're hearing all these voiceovers. Then they come to the end of a hallway, and they see a, a statue of of Arya, and she looks badass and warrior like. You see a picture of uh, a statue of Sansa, and she looks exactly the same, which is stupid. <laughs> anyway. And they see a picture of John or a statue of John Snow, and he's like he's older. Obviously, he's got a, John Targaryen. John Targaryen, I should say. Um, he's got a badass fucking goatee beard. He's got shorter hair, looking awesome as fuck. And they're all they're all looking there at their um, statues of them, um, as if they have passed on in the future, right? So, first of all, it looks like John Snow lives for a long time, if we're to believe that, because he's obviously older, right? Um, but then. Ice starts to creep up behind them and reach them, and, and everything starts freezing over, right? Seeing, oh, shit, the White Walkers are here. So what? which living Stark wasn't in that hallway? Bran. Bran was not there, but what if he was? What if he was the ice, the uh, Night King, and he was the one freezing the ground up to them, and he never actually died? He's just continually living in, like, a crazy time. Well, to be fair, they also didn't show the the youngest Stark. Oh, yeah, he sucks. Well, they <laughs> they didn't show Johnny or... Uh, uh, well, that's true, Robert. Rob, no, not Rob, Rob, Rob. Yeah, Rob Stark either. Um, yeah, you, they didn't show... Um, uh, is it Tommen? No, that's no, the No, Tommen is... Uh, the Joffrey's brother. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Tommen. <laughs> I just remember him jumping out the window. That was terrible. Well, I mean, dude, his... I get it. <laughs> his mom killed his his, you know... His love, dude, just that was so awesome. What a scene that was! I was like, oh shit, jumped out the window. Just went for it. Um, what was his name though? Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, you're right. So you don't see the other one. That's the one redeeming part of that is like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe we don't get to see. There was another thing I read to fit your or not your theory, but the theory the, you're talking about. The theory were at. The uh, the last season when the White Walkers are walking towards the wall, uh, and someone had outlined that the formation they're going in actually looks like a Stark wolf head. Like if you yeah. outline, yeah, that's true. The White Walkers. Yep. I was like, oh, yeah, like I see it. it I, it, it, I get it. It yeah. definitely. It could be. I could see it both accident hinting. Yeah, it's just looking at clouds, though. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah, but oh, no it like could be like a little hint towards sure. that theory. Yeah, I believe that. Also. The fact that they didn't actually completely turn Benjamin Stark. Right. He was half. He was half. Now, that could be... I wish he was longer. He, that, that was such I a know, cool character. That was a cool character. That was a really Cold cool... hands. Yeah, and like it was, like his weapon that he had, yeah, the, yeah, fire like the, the fire mace thing. Yeah, the fire mace thing that he swung around. 
Yeah, you know they can only do so much. Yeah, you know? that was, that was I was like, oh my god, he looks so cool. Like, I hope he sticks around for a while. Like, now another thing too is that um, while this series is ending, they're also casting now the prequel. Well, it's not a really prequel, a spinoff series. Robert's War, right? No, oh, it's was not Robert's War. War. It is actually it's supposed to deal with some of the first Targaryens to come over. Huh. Um, so it's going to be hundreds of years or maybe thousands doesn't matter hundreds of thousands of years beforehand and it's actually going to deal with like one of the first times that the white walkers have come across or something like that so it's i would have loved to have seen a robert's war with rhaegar and robert i feel like they'll eventually do it i'm sure plus they like i did not really like the guy they got to play young ned i thought he did an okay job he well he he was definitely looked super young he didn't look like he would be that skilled of a fighter but also i think um that's probably one of the parts of the show that they actually aged correctly in the books because in the books, uh, Robert – or not Robert, Rob, uh, John, all those guys are actually super young. Yeah. They're like – when the, when well, we watch Dana- the show – Daenerys is like 13, 13. or something. Yeah. Which so, makes episode one – A little awkward. A little awkward. <laughs> so I get – you know, I totally get why HBO did it. Definitely the right move. Yeah. Um, but – I think probably for the aging of, of Ned it was probably a little bit more accurate, you know? Yeah, that's probably true. Um, though I would I would have just liked to seen, you know, and the and the guy they showed to play, I think they showed a guy playing Rhaegar, too. Yes. He just looked like... He too. actually looked a lot like... Uh, Viserys. Yeah, uh, that's Danny's brother, right? Da- y- yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looked a lot like him, which kind of like it made me automatically hate him. Right, because but I was like, well, obviously he's gonna look like the brother, like their siblings, like they're gonna look similar. Yeah, no, I just wanted him to be badass. Though. I wanted him to be like, I wanted him to be like uh, Carl Urban in <laughs> Lord of the Rings. That's what I wanted. With white hair. With white hair. He had blonde hair. It was, it's not that far off. <laughs> or it like w- just, or just be Legolas. I just, it would be really cool. I hope they do it because to see like Robert and him fight, you know. Yeah. With and to to see, you always hear of. Strong, burly, great awesome fighter Robert. Rob, and you know we get overweight. You know, yeah. all he's been doing Fred is drinking, Flintstone. drinking and banging. Like you yep. know, yep. And we we did get to see that one instance with Gendry, where Gendry comes back. Oh, with and the, uses the hammer. Yeah, 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 that for that one second, I was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm wondering, and I hope we're seeing this so many little episodes. I'm hoping that he actually challenges a little bit, like that it's his throne, right? It would be like an interesting dynamic because he like, came back briefly and then immediately left again. Right. So I don't know. I, I'd want. And he went over the wall. Right. He was like, "I'm going to fight with you guys." You yeah. Know, he went with John. He was part of the eighteen. He was part of it. You know. So I'm. I'm I hope. I hope he does give a slight. Ch- I think it would be a nice contrast because everyone feels like it's going to be either John or uh, Daenerys, which yeah, I feel very strong. She's going to die. I think so too. I think she's going to die. Yeah. She's going to be the tragic character who brings the the realms together, but then ultimately sacrifices. Yeah, herself. and it'll eventually reluctant John, who doesn't want to do it, but the he'll unwilling do it. leader. Yeah, yeah, I believe. I, I think you're right, just because of that. Oh, and Cersei's going to get fucked up. <laughs> I think. Uh, what's the name? I think uh, her brother's going to kill her. Yeah, I think. I think Jamie Lannister is going to become the uh, uh, Queen Slayer. The Queen. That that way, he's both. You know, King yep. Queen. Like, if, I think eventually. She's gonna cross and that one line. And he's gonna say, as he kills her, the things I do for love. <laughs> he stabs her, calling know. it right here, I'm laying down. Push, pushes her out the window. Just. <laughs> send, send Vegas those odds, because I will take that bet. <laughs> you know, I just I restarted watching uh, the series. I was like, I was like, I want to rewatch them all right before the season. So I'm like, everything is fresh. Nothing gets by me, yep. and just uh, that fight with uh, Ned and. Uh, the twin brother. Ooh, Jamie Lannister. Yeah, and like everyone always says that Jamie was an amazing fighter, super, super skilled. But after rewatching, Ned, Ned was nothing to snooze at. Exactly. And like when they were fighting, like you see uh, Jamie's like kind of laughing and having a good time. But like at a certain point, he, like you see, he oh realizes, shit. Oh shit. Like things got real. Yeah, like, you know, Jamie fights for the honor or for, you know, the being the best. Whatever, but. Yeah. You know, Ned Ned's fights for, for fucking his people. And it's yeah. like, you see a little bit of fear. And that's when the guy comes and stabs him in the back and stabs him. And it's like that guy knew, too. He's like, oh, shit, Jamie may not have this. Right. 
Right, exactly. And it's like it would have been like I was like, oh man, to see it finished would have been so great. And I think that's one of the great things that Game of Thrones does for that fantasy genre in general is that, and say what you will about George R. R. Martin about how he's never going to finish the series, um, which is probably not. But you know what? Say what you will about him, but like he changed fantasy in general, at least from what I've read. You know, is that Ned Stark. They're building him up to be the protagonist. Oh yeah, of the you whole for sure show. thing. Like, oh, that's him. Like, that's the guy. He's a guy who fights for honor. He always does the right thing. He puts his even family for the first. wrong. In rewatching the season, like even for Cersei, who does not deserve right a chance. He's he, compassionate yeah. to his enemies, even though like you, you're like she does not deserve any right. of the leniency that he's about to give her. Right, and he's exactly. like, I will give you a chance. Yeah, to he's leave. taking the high road, and look where that gets him. So it's really cool to see those those tropes played with because, you know, it's like it, it's so easy to um, make a. a a straightforward like oh he's a hero oh he's better than everybody because he's you know he's take the high road and he's got honor and this and that and um but to see where like that actually causes his downfall yeah and like even Jon Snow Jon Snow is a good sword fighter but he constantly almost gets killed yeah, and is sure. saved by luck luck alone saves him on on several occasions if not a fire god every now and then yeah if, if not if not strange blood magic. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's really interesting to see how the genre gets taken, like our ex- expectations get turned on their heads kind of thing, because um, it's very easy. Um, uh, it's very easy uh, to to fa- like fall into the same old thing. It's the over same thing again. like with, when you watch a horror movie, like, oh, that's going to be the villain and that's gonna, what's going to happen. And it's going to be the jump scare. And he was just like, no, that's what you think. That's like, you're different. wrong. This is different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. She's going to give birth to a shadow demon. <laughs> what? What's happening? You thought she was just going to do something like normal? No, she's legit. Shadow demon. <laughs> oh, it's so frustrating too watching the younger, uh, Baratheon brother when he was just like oh, telling Redly. Ned when he's when he's telling him, I got a hundred men just yeah. give me the word we'll come because Cersei's not going to be on it like straight up warned him like yeah. she's not going to do what you think she's going to do I know he's like and he did the smart thing as yep. soon as he's new Ned's not doing not going to do the smart thing boom I'm out of here left another cool thing too is Jamie Lannister and from the get-go oh you hated him well I always loved him Jamie I always loved him when he pushed the <laughs> Yeah. When he pushed Brand. I was like, oh, shit, threw him out the window. Um, yeah, you're right. No, great, amazing growth. Where you, but, but yeah, one thing that I really liked about him was like, okay, here's this obvious villain that they've set up, right? And then you start watching it, and you, you start hearing his story of how he killed the Mad King to save the people of King's Landing because he, he was crazy and was going to burn them all. And like um, – you know, and you start seeing like, oh shit, Jamie Lannister is actually a good dude who also bangs his sister, which is weird. <laughs> but you know, it's like it, it toys with your emotions because you're like, I should hate him. Well, the thing is, I should very at least be grossed out by him. He's good until it comes to his sister, right? And that's then that's one, where he's bad. Yeah, exactly. where that's where he makes the stupid the things decisions. he does for love, exactly. Which is from the first very first episode, and then when he loses his hand, they're like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, the, one of the great now probably the greatest sword fighter yep. in the realm just lost his fighting hand, and that's that's one thing I both love and hate about any sort of storytelling is I I I, I think it's a powerful image and a powerful storytelling device to get someone who has this reputation, but to see them when they're past their prime, you know, to see them be torn down. Or stripped away from what made them awesome. So in in um, the Gunslinger, the Dark, Dark Tower series, <sighs> when he got his hand, when bit he off. gets his hand bit off, that was like book one, right? Yeah, his shooting finger. His yeah, shooting. It was book two. Book two. Okay. I I honestly, when I read it's that a, part, I put the book down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I know. if I want to continue I was like, this. What's happening? So if, for those of you who haven't read Dark Tower, Roland, the main Gunslinger, or if you have watched the Matthew McConaughey Idris Elba movie, <sighs> read the books. Read the books instead. Um, he's this legendary gunslinger who who's like got Jedi like skills in but shooting a six shooter, right? In book the beginning of book three, he gets two. Book sorry, book two. In the beginning of book two, he gets like all except like 
two or three fingers I think chopped his, off. I think if I remember, it was his his pinky like, in his thumb. Pinky in his thumb or some shit like that on his shooting hand, on his right hand. And you're like, oh, shit, what's he going to do for the rest of the series? I mean, that was his main shooting hand. He was still very deadly with his left. but it Exactly. Was, but it was like, but yo, it, you just cripple his best. Yeah, his best attribute. that you got. And, of course, that, that leads into the development and really him trusting other people to right. help him out kind of thing. So really cool. Or, like, for instance, Darth Vader. Darth Vader, from when we first see him, is someone who is badass by reputation almost alone. You know what I mean? And then once we finally unmask him, he's this crippled old man kind of thing. <laughs> so it's like, of course, now we go back and they make other movies where you're like, oh, shit, Darth Vader's super awesome. Um, but that was another thing where you're seeing someone who's past their prime, um, who is something is stripped away from them that may, gave them their identity, and they have to kind of cope with that. I think it's a really powerful storytelling device oh yeah no i can't wait to see the conclusion for all of those uh guys in the um upcoming season also i think um the mad king i think brand just warged into him Ooh. i think he warged in, and i think i think he was trying to tell burn them all but he meant the white walkers Ooh. but he got into I like it. that i've I've heard that when i was like that makes total sense yeah because we've already seen that with hold uh hold hold door you hold the door hold the door yeah thing. So, and people were hearing the Mad King burn them all, and they're like, oh, shit, I guess this is what he wants. But in reference, he's really talking, talking about, about the White Walkers. Walkers. I was like, that one I could totally see happening. Yeah. Well, I I could totally see that happening. But then that also brings in the question, why is he the Night King? I don't know. I don't know. They've got six episodes to figure it out. Yeah. Well, they haven't figured it out. It's just see what's, <laughs> what's what. I am... <laughs> I'm so anxious I know. about it. I think it's going to be awesome. What sucks is that we can't binge this like it's on Netflix. <laughs> Dude, those are going to be the longest six weeks oh, yeah. of my entire I'm sure they're going to do like an off week, too, where it's just like, oh, next here's week. A, here's a six-month in between. Do they give it uh, the hope you like those dead. first three episodes. Cause, yeah, just uh, give it the we'll Walking Dead treatment. Just like, yeah, next season. Oh, my gosh. Oh. But yeah, I I cannot tell you how excited I am for that. It's going to be awesome. Oh yeah, and I think this year at Comic Con being the last Game of Thrones, like official Game of Thrones. Well, season, of this, I, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be awesome too. So, also, I think Sansa's going to betray them. You think she's going to betray her family? I think when she lost her wolf, I felt I still feel it hasn't played out. Yeah, but I felt that she was no longer a Stark. So I know a lot of people think it's like, well, it's that she, they broke, they killed her spirit, right. and she did give in to a lot of what the um, Lannisters, the did. Lannisters were saying. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, man. In particular, I felt like they kind of hinted at it this last season, where it was Arya and Sansa were kind of like, oh, but they were really tricking um, Littlefinger. Yeah. But also, she kind of likes the power. She was having a little power struggle with John. Mm-hmm. John's like, I'm leading. And you Don't see that, question me in front of my men. And you see that you see a little bit of that when she's like introduced to uh, Daenerys in the trailer, and she's like, you know, your grace or whatever, and you can see that she's like not having it. Yeah. So I think she I think she hung out with Cersei a little bit too long. I think she up a got, few of her tricks. I think she tasted a little bit of leader leaderness, and she liked it. You know, being in charge. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Man. Also, I want to see the mountain fight the hound. You know. Obviously, for sure, we we want to see that. It kind of I feel like it that fight cheapens it a little bit for the hound because the mountain has been he's mostly dead. Yeah, I mean he's still alive. Right. So I mean he's just what at, if what if it's the hound and Brienne of Tarth versus the mountain? No, I don't want to see. No, I want. You don't want to see that. No, I want to see. I want to see the hound get his revenge. You know. Yeah, that's true. And it's just, but like you know, what if she just like throws him a sword or some shit like that? I just yeah. want, I just want her to be involved. But I don't see what, what. I mean, her big thing is she needs to keep her word to um, Caitlyn Stark. Yeah, to protect yeah. the kids. I don't see why she would have to. What she has to do with the mountain? But. Okay, so Arya's there in the middle, <laughs> and the Hound is like, "No, I like her because we hung out for a while." And then to save her, the Hound's getting beat up, and then Brianna Tarth comes in, and she's like. Throws him a sword and fucking gives him one of these, like, I got you, man. 
and then he, then the hound just owns the mountain. I just I hope she I hope she doesn't kill the hound. I know she's on or he's on her list. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like he's redeemed. I feel like she kind of killed him when she <laughs> let him get thrown off a fucking that's mountain. Sh- that's and true. Left him. She where he's like Checked kill- off. She's like kill me. No, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God. And I want to see Arya fight some shit, too. I also think her sword master, dance master, I think he's alive. That would be cool if he came back. Because he defeated all those guys with the wooden sword. It was just the last guy. Now, we think he's dead. Yeah. But they don't. Because really... that last guy was still around. Right. He, but he could have just left. I don't know. I yeah. hope so. I would love to see that, but I don't, I don't know. There's the, the whole problem with making any of these guesses is you start double double guessing or second guessing yourself. Because of how few episodes there are. Oh, yeah. You know, um, I think that they're like, how could they do all of this in six episodes? And everyone at Israel's like, don't worry, guys, we got this. But everyone else is like, yeah, but seriously, how do you do this in six episodes? <laughs> Good, well, because the last season, like, I felt was rushed. A lot of it was I, rushed. Yeah, I felt like it was, too. Like, like the whole traveling from, uh, what was it, uh, to Danny's hometown or original where her family was all the way to the wall. And, like, how fast were they yeah. doing these things? Yeah, and like they're like, ooh, Jon Snow, Daenerys, in a room together for one episode, now they're fucking. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I think they are rushing it, and like they didn't play out a lot of what happened with the Greyjoys in it. There was, yeah, there was I, a lot, yeah, of, lot of story there that they kind of missed out on. Um, and particularly like going back, watching season one, the pacing is not rushed. The pacing is actually Taking amazing. their time with yeah, it. Yeah, like it doesn't feel rushed like this last season. Like, like actually, anyone who's listening, go back and rewatch the first season. Like it's just such a fucking great, uh, oh, it's great show. So it's just the timing and the pacing of these ep- the episodes are so amazing. Yeah, and it's just it's weird though because like HBO can't be running out of money. You know what I mean? There's no way. Like this is the biggest like TV series. I can imagine season one didn't ha- didn't need a lot of CG. It was very right. character driven. It was sure, very sure. so. And these last season was heavy CG. Sure. So it's I'm probably, sure the, the dragons and stuff. The yeah, so they probably pumped a lot of money into getting it done. But still, though. No, I agree you with know? you. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. But they need I, like I see the 10 money. Two hour episodes, and then I would have been happy. Yeah, for sure. 10 even, like 10 90 minute episodes. It, it would have even yeah. been great to watch when Jon uh, Snow, the Hound, and all these guys um, to watch them travel. Let them learn about each other, you know, character growth. Like, you right. know, w- like you could see why they would start trusting each other, you know, and through dialogue. Like, that would have been great. It would have been great pacing. But, I, you know, I guess if you're going to set an X amount of episodes and you got a shit ton of information you need to get across. Yeah, it's. I'm excited, but I'm also super anxious. So I don't know. We'll We'll see how it goes. I think, you know, I think we can definitely expect great things no matter what. I just like I just want so much more. <laughs> I want it. I just keep making it. more episodes. Just make it. Yeah, if if Game of Thrones was a drug, I'd be addicted for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'd be like, shoot it into me. <laughs> who do I gotta blow to get more of this? Well, who knows? Maybe HBO will find it in the new Game of Thrones, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that's one thing is that I've heard that um the Wheel of Time is getting turned into a, a, a TV show, which should be very awesome. I'm almost done with that reading that series. It's I'm on book thirteen of fourteen. Well, that that's going to be long. Yeah. So, which though I can honestly see them doing it in way less because uh, Robert Jordan, the author, just he had such descriptive language, where like George R. R. Martin describes a lot of people and a lot of history in it that doesn't matter this guy robert jordan i think he does a lot of imagery that doesn't really matter so tolkien yeah it's very tolkien-esque so it's like you take you know this whole three-page thing and it's like and it could be explained by just one screenshot of a guy standing in a room you know what i mean there's like oh there's tapestries on the wall depicting this and this this is like there it is (laughs) <laughs> Moving on. So, um, I just hope one day and then Dark I'll, Tower gets the uh, Game of Thrones treatment. I wish. I, that would, HBO pick it up. HBO just needs to make everything we love. <laughs> HBO, hey, you want to make the Dark Tower? That'd be cool, right? 
hey hbo do you want to do do you want to do like another battlestar galactica that'd be really cool <laughs> hey hbo you heard of ninja turtles i think the ninja turtles are due for a comeback <laughs> I, I mean, see HBO Ninja Turtles would be really dope, dude. Just like the super gory, like original oh, yeah. version that Eastman and Laird. That would be, up. <laughs> be fucking awesome. Hey HBO, I know Daredevil got canceled on Netflix, but maybe you could make it. <laughs> <laughs> then we can see Electro's boobies. <laughs> That'd be so good. HBO just needs. <sighs> it makes me sad because I know it's not true, but HBO should make everything that I love. <laughs> everything. Hey, maybe a new Star Trek. Series. I know they already have one, but CBS All Access is bullshit. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that that pretty much does it. We rambled on Game of Thrones for way, way longer than we should have. It's like a 15 second trailer. <laughs> but, but that's how fucking excited we are. That's how excited we are. And of course, we're going to uh, review the shit out of that when it starts coming up. But let us know what you think. Um, you know, we want to see a little bit more people posting on the Facebook and on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Even um, let us know what you think. What's going to happen? Is Bran going to be the Night King? Um, can they do it in six episodes? What do you think the ending's going to look like? Who's going to be left sitting in the throne? Um, it's going to be John. Uh, it's got to be John. What if it's not? What if it's someone out of left field? Yeah, like uh, Tyrion. Yeah, what if it's Tyrion? That'd be cool. <laughs> or Arya. She's like, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm Arya. What if it's Jamie? I, dude, How at this point, happen? I don't even know. <laughs> it's like, what if it's? It, it'd be cool if it was a uh, uh, Godric, right? No, yeah, I mean, yeah. dude, it, I I would love to see him challenge it. Yeah, I would love a little bit of all of that. So, what if it's? What if it's? Uh, oh, Gendry. Why did I say Godric? I don't know. Godric, someone did. I haven't. So I've restarted Gendry. season one. So what if I it's Gendry and Arya? Maybe. Ooh. Um, but yeah, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a spider, you know? Ooh. Spider, I have many little birds. <laughs> I like that guy. He's so cool, Varys. Uh, I thought for sure when the first time I watched this villain, I yeah. was like, for sure. He's another one that kind of tricks you. And you're like, holy shit, the whole time all he cared about was the realm. That's it. He just He's out for the good of the people. But uh, yeah, let us know your theories. Who's going to end up on the Iron Throne? And, uh, you know, can they do it in six episodes? We'd love to hear from you guys. But uh, Christian, I think we'll have to bid adieu until next week. Horley. Horley. Horley Holmes. And I got to get back to my Kingdom Hearts right after this. Um, also, there's an update on Destiny that I got to check out. It's going to be a busy week for me, too. So uh, to all the nerds out there listening, uh, remember, you're not alone. You're friends. This is Nerds Friends. Thank you and good night. Good night.